0: Today we take a look at Islanders defenseman Grant Hutton, what his season was like, and what his future, if any, will be with the Islanders. And you won't believe the offer that Barry Trotz got to go coach a different NHL team next year, and the Stanley Cup Final is finally underway. We'll talk about all that and more on today's Locked On Islanders podcast. And I wrote the book Ice Wars, which covers the complete history of the Islanders' rivalry with the Rangers from 1972 to the modern era. And welcome to the Thursday edition of the Lockdown Islanders podcast. Gil Martin here. So glad you could join us, and thank you for being part of the Locked On Islanders family and for making Lockdown Islanders your first listen every day. We are free and available on all platforms. We've got a lot to discuss on today's show, but first, if there's something Islanders related on your mind, if you have a question, a comment, a topic that you'd like us maybe to discuss on the show, feel free to send us an email, the email address lockedonislanders@gmail.com. at gmail.com. And if you leave your first name and where you're from, we're happy to mention you on the show when we talk about whatever it is that's on your mind. You can also follow the show on Twitter at Locked on Isles, and you can follow me, Gil Martin, on Twitter at IceWars, NYRVSNYI. We'll keep you up to date on all the latest Islanders news, notes, and happenings throughout this eventful and important offseason from the draft. Free agency to trade rumors. If it's happening to the Islanders, you'll hear about it here during this offseason up until the start of training camp in September. We're going to start, uh, as we continue our player-by-player review of the Islanders season, we're going to take a look at Islanders defenseman Grant Hutton. And, you know, when I looked at the final numbers for the season, I was a little surprised that Grant Hutton played in actually 16 games with the New York Islanders this year. I thought the number would be about half that. And I was happy for Hutton, when you think about it. Here is a kid who was not drafted. He's a native of Carmel, Indiana, which is not exactly known for producing a lot of NHL players. Uh, He's 26 years old. He'll actually turn 27 next month. And... He really was not considered one of those top prospects coming in. And yet, here he is uh, making his NHL debut this season with the Islanders. 16 games, one goal, four penalty minutes, and a minus one, plus minus. In Bridgeport this year, Hutton played 46 games, had nine goals, 20 points, 12 penalty minutes, and was a plus three. So you, you look at Grant Hutton, he's got good size. He's 6'4", 207 pounds, uh, not the fastest skater, not the most dynamic offensive player at the NHL level. At the AHL level, he is a solid two-way defenseman who can easily you know, give you 20-plus 20 points, 25 points. Look, this season he's on pace for about 38 points. Uh, if you prorate the 46 games to 82. And, you know, having a guy like Grant Hutton, you know the Islanders most likely will have at least one, maybe two spots open on the blue line. We know that it is unlikely that both Andy Green and Zdeno Chara will be back. In fact, I would tend to say both of them will probably not be back. And even if they are back, maybe it's better at this stage in their respective careers that they'd be the seventh defenseman. So, there are some openings on the blue line. Now, Lula Morello has said, yeah, I want to go out and get that puck-moving defenseman. That will probably take up one of the spots. And then we don't know what, if anything, the Islanders will have to give up to get either the puck-moving defenseman or... Or the goal-scoring forward that we've talked about, so that could open up another spot or two. But right now, you got to figure there's one, maybe two spots available on the Islanders' blue line until something changes. Now, uh, Hutton is a leader. He was a captain at the University of uh, Miami of Ohio. Uh, is a leader down in Bridgeport and and does have that kind of personality. The one thing about Grant Hutton to me is he is best suited right now to being that seventh or eighth defenseman on your depth chart. The guy who can be really good at the AHL level and can come up and give you two, three, five games at a time at the NHL level Without really hurting your team, but he's not going to necessarily do a lot to help your team win by his dynamic play. Hutton is fairly sound positionally. He is not going to get dominated uh, or be out of position all that often, but he is not going to put up a lot of points at the NHL level, and he's not going to be all that dynamic. He's steady. He's... Fairly average, for lack of a better way to put it. And the thing is, at the age of 27, before next season gets underway, this is Grant Hutton. He, you know, may get a little more comfortable playing in the NHL if he gets more extended time. I I think going into training camp, we will see that Grant Hutton will have an opportunity to compete for a job. On the NHL roster, but realistically, I think he starts the season in Bridgeport and then moves on. And, and, you know, he may be the first guy called up. Again, uh, it, it may depend on whether they need a lefty or a right handed shot. Hutton shoots right handed, but realistically, he starts the season at Bridgeport and then gets called up if and when injuries or COVID or or uh, someone is slumping or whatever the case may be, if there's a need for a right-handed shooting defenseman, Hutton would probably be one of the earlier call-ups to that spot. So still, you know, a situation where Hutton will have a chance to get some more time in the NHL. And I think, again, if he comes into training camp And shows that he did indeed take a big step forward in his consistency, in his development. That he added a little extra dimension to his game. It's not beyond the realm of possibility that Grant Hutton ends up starting the season with the Islanders. But if I'm a betting man, he's the 7th or 8th defenseman. One of the first guys they're going to call up uh, if an opening arises. And... A guy who has value to your organization, even if he's not going to make a lot of headlines. Fans of the Bridgeport Islanders certainly know what Grant Hutton has done, can do, and he will be a valuable part of the Islanders organization going forward. So Grant Hutton, 16 games with the Islanders, and those are the first 16 games of his NHL career. We have got more to discuss on today's show. A crazy offer made to former Islanders coach Barry Trotz. We'll talk about that. Plus, uh, the Stanley Cup playoffs got underway last night. And we'll preview the series and sort of break it down a little bit for you. Uh, Who do you think will win it? Who are the Islander fans rooting for? I think probably Colorado. But we'll talk about that and more coming up on the Locked On Islanders podcast. Today's episode is brought to you by Built Bar. You know how our friends at Built are always coming out with amazing new flavors. Well, this time, Built has truly outdone themselves with the new mud pie flavor. And for the first time ever, Built is introducing the new mud pie flavor in both mud pie bar and mud pie puff. Not sure what mud pie tastes like? Well, if you're a chocolate fan, you better sit down for this. The new mud pie bar is rich whipped cream and chocolate mousse. Smothered in 100% real chocolate and topped with cookies and cream crumble. You've got to try Mud Pie as soon as possible and you need to hurry because the Mud Pie Bar and Mud Pie Puff are only available for a limited time. So, visit Built.com to taste the deliciousness for yourself. Not convinced? Luckily, we saved the best for last. It's actually good for you. No, really. All Built products are low in calories, high protein and low sugar, Mud pie is packed with 16 grams of protein, has just 150 calories, and 8 grams of sugar. It's like your mom baked the most deliciously creamy chocolate mud pie and wrapped it up just for you. So, chocolate mousse, whipped cream, cookies, and cream crumble. Stop drooling. Get to uh, to Built.com to order your box of mud pie bars and puffs now. You won't regret it. Go to Bilt.com, use the promo code LOCK15 to get 15% off your order. That's promo code LOCK15 for 15% off at Bilt.com. We have an important favor to ask you. We put together a survey so we can learn more about listeners like you and make your favorite Locked On podcast even better. This is your opportunity to tell us what you like and what you don't like about Locked On podcast. So go to LockedOnPodcast.com Slash survey right now to get started. It won't take you very long, and everyone that completes a survey can qualify for a chance to win one of ten $100 Ticketmaster gift cards. So to take our audience survey, go to lockedonpodcastcom survey, and thanks for your help. So you won't believe this offer that was given to former Islanders head coach Barry Trotz. Had to mention this, it really made me laugh. Uh, You know, the coaching vacancies are being filled up. Bruce Cassidy now going to be the head guy for the Vegas Golden Knights. Looks like John Tortorella has been offered the Flyers job, at least as of the time of this recording. He may, by the time you listen to this, have either accepted it or turned it down. But Barry Trotz is still out there. And, you know, we've discussed that the favorite the most likely place that he'll land is Winnipeg. That's where he's from. And, you know, you've got some great players like Kyle Connor and Mark Shifley and, and, you know, some good players on that team that make it something that he would probably find challenging and inviting and, and a good opportunity. But Winnipeg and some of the businesses in the area are really trying to, convince Trotz to come in and take the job. Little Brown Jug Brewery has now said that they are offering Trotz a lifetime supply of beer if he would take the Winnipeg Jets coaching job and to go a little further, they would also name a beer after him if he were to take the job. So, Uh, A lot of uh, convincing going on there where uh, somebody in Winnipeg really wants Barry Trotz to take over the head coaching job. And, you know, I I, I can't say I blame them. Uh, Trotz is, you know, he's third all time on the NHL's, Stan uh, coaches win list, and that quite honestly is, you know, something worthwhile. The Winnipeg Jets have never won the Stanley Cup, neither the original Jets nor the present version, and to bring that Stanley Cup to Winnipeg, Winnipeg has won an Avco World Trophy during their days in the WHA, but it would mean a heck of a lot to, uh, to bring a winning coach like Barry Trotz to the City of Winnipeg, and to the Jets. Stanley Cup final getting underway on Wednesday night, last night. Uh, Great matchup. I mean, just if you're a hockey fan, the Lightning trying to win that third straight cup to be the first team since the Islanders in the early 80s to do that against the Avalanche. Two of the most talented, most entertaining teams to watch. In the NHL, Uh, I'm looking forward to watching this. And on paper, I I think there is a mismatch in goal. That's the big area of advantage. Andre Vasilevsky, unquestionably one of the better goaltenders in the NHL, won the Conn Smythe Trophy last year. While, you know, right now, the avalanche are... Going, you know, Darcy Kemper injured may not be available. Pavel Francouz, he's available. He's played well. But does he compare to Vasilevsky? No, not really. So that's one area that I think Tampa Bay has a big advantage. I think Colorado has a little bit more depth offensively. And both teams have a lot of depth overall. Um, I mean, look. Kyle McCarr, Victor Hedman, two outstanding perennial Norris Trophy candidates there. Uh, Colorado has sort of breezed through the Stanley Cup playoffs so far. They're 12-2. Meanwhile, the, the, the Lightning, you know, they had a little bit of a harder time getting to this point. Fell behind the Rangers two games to none in the conference final, but rallied. And really, both teams have looked impressive winning their series so far. And I'll tell you, uh, this is going to be one heck of a series between these two teams. And, you know, we still don't know the status of Nazem Kadri. He had uh, an injured thumb in Game 3 of the Western Conference Final, had to undergo surgery, whether or not he can come back. And if he does... How much can he play? That remains to be seen. Uh, Braden Point hasn't played since the 7th game of the opening round series against Toronto due to a lower body injury. But maybe, just maybe, he'll be ready to come back into the lineup before this series is over. This is going to be a heck of a series, and I'll break it down. To me, the key is this. The Avalanche are going to need to get great goaltending while the Lightning are going to need to force the Avalanche to cough up the puck, and that's not easy. You got McCarr, you got Devon Taves. Both of them are out there 27, 28, 30 minutes a game, and they're both very good with the puck. But if the forecheck of the Lightning can cause some turnovers, Tampa Bay is as good as anybody at countering and Scoring off the other team's mistakes. This is going to go seven games. I think this is going to be an outstanding series. But to me, the old cliche in sports, offense sells tickets, defense wins championships. It's a tough choice, but I'm going with the Lightning in seven games, mostly on the strength of their defense. Uh, I think Islander fans will mostly be rooting against Tampa Bay, the Lightning eliminating the Islanders in the conference final the last two years. And I think the Islanders don't want another team to three-peat uh, so that the Islanders organization can still say, hey, no team has done this since the Islanders did it in 80, 81, 82, and then 83. So uh, my guess is between the fact that Devon Taves plays for the Abs and that the Islanders don't like the Lightning all that much after the playoff experiences they had a couple of years ago. Uh, Those are all factors that lead me to believe most Islander fans will be pulling for the Colorado Avalanche. Feel free to, uh, you know, hit me up on Twitter or email me. Let me know who you're rooting for, because I think, uh, you know, it'll be interesting to see what Islander fans uh, are thinking and how we are all viewing this series when we come back we have our islanders birthday of the day a uh a pretty good left wing from the early 90s we have that and a whole lot more still to come on today's locked on islanders podcast time now for our islanders birthday of the day and uh today is the 56th birthday A former Islanders left wing, David Volek, the native of Prague, uh, drafted by the Islanders in the 10th round back in 1984, joined the Isles in 1988-89 and stayed with the team through the 93-94 season, was an important part of that 93 playoff run that saw the Islanders get to the conference final, upset the Pittsburgh Penguins, who were the two-time defending cup champions, uh, had a couple of 20-goal 20 seasons, uh, 25 goals in his rookie year with 59 points, 22 goals in 1990-91, and then a career-high 60 points in 1991-92, 18 goals and 42 assists. Never a physical guy. David Vollock, never had more than 57 penalty minutes in a season, but You know, one of those guys who was fun to watch, steady, and could pitch in some clutch goals over the years for the New York Islanders. We're going to go back and look at one of his better games as an Islander. We take you to December 20th, 1990, Islanders at the Nassau Veterans Memorial Coliseum, hosting the Hartford Whalers. So cue up brass bonanza. Peter Sidorkowicz, the goalie for the Whale. Glenn Healy. In between the pipes for the Islanders. This one ended up being a very, very physical game. But uh, it was our Islanders' birthday of the day. David Volek getting the Islanders on the board first. Randy LaDosore of the Whalers off uh, for high sticking. Volek, his 12th from Jeff Norton and Pat LaFontaine at 741. Isles up one to nothing. A little less than five minutes later randy wood made it two to nothing islanders his 11th given assist to david Volok and to joe Reki. time of the goal 1209 islanders up by two after one period in the second period more rough stuff uh ken bomber baumgartner dropping the gloves with ed kastelik and some roughing between old samuelson of the whalers and randy wood of the islanders but the only goal of the period, again, our Islanders' birthday of the day, David Vallack his 13th, Pat LaFontaine and Randy Wood with the assists. 3-0 Islanders after 40 minutes. In the third, the Whalers get on the board a power play goal by Carrie Wilson, his third, from Sylvain Cote and Brad Shaw at 441. And that came after a big fight, Mick Vakota, and Ed Kastilek each getting game misconducts. Kem Baumgartner goes off for roughing. Todd Krieger gets a game misconduct. This game was physical and messy. But the Whalers' power play, Carrie Wilson gets the goal and makes it a 3-1 game. The Whalers made it a one-goal game. Randy LaDosore, his first, from Bobby Holik and Carrie Wilson at 12.59. And suddenly, the Islanders' lead is down to 3-2. But... Our Islanders' Birthday of the Day, David Vollock gets an empty net goal at 1937. The only assist to Glenn Healy. Islanders skate away with a 4-2 win in a game they were outshot 28-18. Healy making 26 saves. And for our Islanders' Birthday of the day, David Vollock, his only career NHL hat trick, he had an assist, so that's four points. He was a plus two. And of course, he had the game-winner, scores three goals on four shots. The four shots tied him uh, for second on the team with Pat LaFontaine. Randy Wood had five, but for David Volok, a four-point night, his only career hat trick, Volok, who turns 56 today, is our Islanders' birthday of the day. So do you think uh, Barry Trotz will Go up to Winnipeg? <coughs> and if so, is he, is he really going to do it for the beer? I don't think that's going to be the convincing factor, but I love it. And uh, from a PR standpoint, it's free advertising for the brewery up in Winnipeg. And, uh, you know, look, it makes it look like they are doing all they can to get Barry Trotz to their city. The good news, if Barry Trotz does go to Winnipeg, and I hope, you know, that he does... It keeps him away from the Islanders, keeps him in the Western Conference, and I think it's better that the Islanders would be dealing with uh, <clears throat> dealing with Barry Trotz only once or twice a year, rather than having him, let's say, coach a team in the Eastern Conference or worse yet, in the Metropolitan Division. But we'll see how that goes, and we'll keep you posted as to what Barry Trotz decides to do. Going to be interesting, to say the least. Thanks again for making Locked On Islanders your first listen every day. Now make your second listen Locked On NHL. Locked On NHL covers the playoffs like no other. Hear the latest news and opinions from local experts every Monday through Friday. It's free and available wherever you get podcasts. That does it for today's episode of the Locked On Islanders podcast. Have a great day, everybody. Stay safe. And of course, let's go Islanders.